This is the Orange Podcast. Conversations with Orange City Council for the local community. This is Alan Reader. Thanks for tuning in for the latest episode of the Orange Podcast. We're back this week after the summer break, all set and ready for a big year of coverage. Thanks too for tuning in over the summer for our summer series, when we listened again to some of the best interviews from the tumultuous 2020. As we start 2021, Orange City Council has a very busy year on the planner already. In a moment, we'll catch up with CEO David Waddell about those plans. But first, have you ever heard of a DCP, a Development Control Plan? Whether you've heard of it or not, it's likely your house in orange is the shape and size it is because of a DCP, a set of guidelines and regulations that looks at the granular detail of what can be built in orange. It's one of the city's planning tools, but it's also being used in a new way to deliver more options for housing in future. More options than the local market has been able to deliver, including some moderate high-rise apartments. When Orange City Council met this week, a couple of new DCPs were on the agenda, along with tweaks to the system that protects heritage buildings. This week's Orange City Council meeting made a number of key development decisions. To find out some more about them, Orange City Council's Planning and Development Director, Mark Hodges. Mark, thanks for coming by. Um, it's a, it was a big week in a number of areas. Let's look, work through some of the decisions the Council made. There's been some discussion of rearranging some of our conservation zones, our heritage zones. What's the latest that's happened there? Okay. Uh, what uh, happened this Tuesday, Alan, was... You know, reflecting Council's decision back in December to progress the heritage strategy, which they adopted. Um, now we're just starting the legal process of making that into uh, to, into law in effect, which is we modify our local environmental plan and uh, tweak the zones around allowing the, um, the or changing the heritage areas. We'll have some more of those zones and some of them will be bigger. Yeah, some of them are slightly bigger, uh, a few different uh, new items as well, individual items. And we're also tweaking the names of uh, some of the heritage, heritage areas so they become a bit more, um, you know, you can, you can get a bit of an idea where they are. So, say, for example, the, um, the, what used to be called the, the, the Central Core Heritage Area, I can't remember called the name, but it's now going to be called the Dalton Area, which, because when you think of the centre of Orange, you think of those old, really flat, like beautiful buildings, which were often built by the Daltons. As well as some extra zones, uh, there's a list of individual buildings that have now been added to that list. There certainly are, so, and they range from ones in town and also some on the, on the outskirts of town. Important to protect our heritage, and particular individual buildings that are outside a zone, this offers some level of protection for the community as well. Yes, and, uh, and it also tells the owner, gives them a chance to actually um, be told what's the history of their, of their building and why it's special to, to the community. One of the ways in which Orange City Council guides future development is zoning, um, areas of town where you can do certain activities, certain uses. Another layer of, that, of those planning controls are a thing called a development control plan, a DCP. Big picture, what are they? Because some of those are, are affected in some of the other decisions taken this week. What's a DCP? What can it do? Development control plans just give the fine detail of what type of development people can expect in those areas. For example? So if you look at um, residential housing, so the particularly the common stuff up in North Orange, say um, it'll have controls in there like you know say don't move the, don't put the houses any closer than four and a half meters from the front boundary so you've got a bit of setback in the streetscape 
We try and minimise or, or, or set a maximum size for the garage so you don't see the massive bulk of a garage in front of the house. So they look a, they look more like a house and not a car park. And, um, you know, minimum areas of garden space, um, making sure people do have actually enough garden space to enjoy the, their surround so they don't have to sit inside all the time. Um, even the amount of shadow um, that is allowed to be cast, so they try and get as much northern sunlight, which is important orange. So that's that's that tiny granular level, and they apply right across the right across orange. We also have uh, DCPs that apply into a certain precinct, say the new Tawak one. What's happening there? What does that DCP add to what's allowable there? Yeah, that's an interesting one out there. That's um, that's so it's on the western side of and, and southern side of Tawak uh, Racecourse. And it will allow subdivision for the purpose, well, in effect, we'll call them hobby farms, but so smaller blocks, but people can take their horses on there, have their horses with their stables, and it's got direct links across to the race course and, uh, and also the pony club area, so that type of thing. So it's, it's creating a special area just for the equine, um, equine precinct. So um, it's really interesting. It's something different. So a DCP in that sense, if, if I want to buy a house there, I'll know that I can continue to have horses in my yard in a certain way and I'll know the neighbours will be into the same thing. Yes, yeah, so you can ex- you, people can expect what is going to happen next door to them. So you know, they, don't, they can have comfort if they've got their horses there that people won't complain about them because that's what they're supposed to do there. So the operation of a DCP, as well as in the way it affects things in Tawak, is also going to have a major difference in a, in a key block in Orange for, for a new development that came up at this week's council meeting. People will remember the former hospital site, Dalton, Prince Street, and a DPI head office is on one end. How will the strange framing of a new DCP affect what happens on the, on the western end, on that vacant block of land? The, the development control plan would, would require any new building going there. It'll set the, set the goals for it. Um, it'll allow, say for the, the, the tower that'll be on this end, the southern end rather, um, it could have a height similar to the existing DPI building because it's really created some extra height there. People like it. It looks pretty good. Yeah, it's a nice, beautiful, modern building. So we can keep those key features on that southern one, uh, as in there'll be two buildings split in the middle by a lovely uh, public park accessible to uh, the community. And on the northern side... So around uh, Dalton Street, that, that frontage, it'll be a smaller building. Down lower, because around that area, you've still got to keep in, in context of those lovely Victorian uh, uh, cottages up there. So we have some townhouses on that side, some units on the southern side, and then uh, require any future developer to have a high-class development there. So, and it'll be residential, so we'll have some good quality units in close proximity to the CBD, encouraging people to walk into the CBD, keep the uh, vibrancy of the city going, as well as have an easy place to get in and out of. Other regional cities across New South Wales have discovered you know, medium-rise apartment blocks, four or five storeys. The market in Orange seems to be very good at delivering low-rise single brick veneer houses on, on single blocks. Well, this, is this council trying to take a lead to encourage the market to explore a new direction? Oh, definitely. There's real scope for a, there's, well, there's a need for a variety of housing, housing in the city. We can't just continue to sprawl on 750 square metre blocks just having the three-bedroom home. Give people an opportunity to have, not everybody wants the big backyard. They can have a smaller unit. They might be a small family or a single person. We'll give them opportunities to have that right in the centre of town. So 
it's not uncommon in Sydney or other cities to be um, to be around that. So as we grow, we want to make sure that we've got the opportunities for people to select what type of uh, housing they would like. And the process of, of a DCP at this week's council meeting being put on exhibition for community comment. That means in the next 28 days, the people who live around the corner from that block can write Orange City Council a letter to say, no, that's not for me, we don't want that. Or other people who live nearby are saying, actually, that would be fantastic, I want to move in there in two years' time when I retire. Definitely encouraging people, um, certainly the close-in residents, but also the wider community, to, to have a look at the document. Let us know what they think. We've tried to put in there things like trying to protect the setbacks from uh, Sale Street, keeping those lovely trees, link you into that new park. But also in this, the like we did a big master plan of the what could go in there, to, just to give an idea of you know, what a building might look like. Um, so get the feedback from the community on that. So we're all, we're all aware of what's, what's likely to progress there. So the community gets to have their say. The DCP itself is local, so council gets the full control over that. So, so that part is our policy. Um, council can, if need be, depart from uh, development trial plans as they go through. So they're not really setting concrete. We can be flexible depending on the type of development. So um, uh, that, that piece of land, we're not proposing to change the zone of it. Um, so we can just plough straight ahead and have full control uh, locally. So that's the important part about having the community come back to us saying, what do you think? Do you think it's good? You know, the particular aspects you really like that we think we need to keep or strengthen up and uh, or ones that you might think we could change and do better with. Once a new, new DCP is in place, um, it'll be up to the council to decide whether to go out to the market and, and get an investor involved. Yes, that's correct. You know, council itself won't be the developer of that site, um, but and we'll be going to the market to find out who can who has an interest in coming in and giving us a high quality building on that site for our city. Mark, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Al. And now with a wrap of the week at Orange City Council, CEO David Waddell. Dave, we've had a council meeting this week. What were the, the major decisions this week? We did. Welcome back, Alan. Um, and we're all back into it, straight back into it. We had two volumes for the council business paper. A climate change policy went on exhibition. There were some serious DAs in there. There were some planning documents which, look, which looked at shaping the old hospital site and shaping the precinct over near where, say, um, the old... Um, old DPI is. So it's good. It was a, it was a big workload for councillors, but we're, we're back into it. Climate change is, is a huge topic. We've been working on solar panels for years. We're pretty good on the water department. What are the new areas that a, a climate change strategy might address? Well, the, climate, the, the policy, if you read it, and the management plan with it, talks about the whole gambit of, um, you know, of trees and not just power, how we adapt to climate change, what changes are going to occur, you know, electric vehicle fleets, everything you've read about climate change and what you can do about it or adapt to it is in that policy. It's, it's a good read, good document from the guys. Um, and council, council, you know, historically happy for us to prepare it, happy to go on exhibition. So please have your say. So the last six months have seen lots of planning for Future City. Um, the residents of Orange will start to see some things roll out in the next couple of months, won't they? They will. We, well, they've seen the lights, and the lights program continues with fairy lights on trees coming down the main street. We have got some really exciting stuff coming up in the next couple of months. The public art um, project is, is one of my favourites. We'll see murals going on walls of buildings. I'll say no more because we've got a process to run, but we have spent significant time. We've got some fabulous artists shortlisted. Um, it's great. McNamara Lane 
is the next thing the public will see. Between which and which? Oh, sorry, between summer and kite. We're going to really funk that street up. And um, that'll involve murals, it'll involve different materials, it'll involve new lights. Really, really trying to make that a, a funky place to go. I'm quite excited about McNamara Lane. And then we'll move on to Lords between Bing and Summer and Bing between Lords and Peasley. And they're the street upgrades. That's that's going to be the big stuff. We're also looking at greening projects. We'll see the first of the six trees go in near the Quest building into the street using this new um, vault um, tree planting method, which you know doesn't let the roots rise up and cause those problems, say, that we might have in Anson Street. It's very interesting stuff. We're going to have a green wall as well, Al. And also um, Matthews Park, where the little trains are. We've already got solar bollards in there. There's a playground going in. So all that will unfold before June. There'll be opportunities for the community to have their say about the plans before things get enacted? Yeah, your say is the thing to watch. We'll, we'll brief our council, then we'll put it out to public, and then we'll, we'll bring it back to council for them to give it the tick. So, yeah, it's going to be busy times. In seven months' time, that uh, council election thing rolls around again. We were due to have it last year, but it was put back because of COVID. Why is it important that people should think about um, that friend of theirs who've got leadership ability uh, putting their hand up? Yeah, September 4, uh, local government elections. You need to start, if, you, if you're interested at all or you've got a friend, they need to start getting involved now. There's a process. We'll be doing education, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Always looking for renewal in councillors. You know, they do get older and some of them just think, I've had enough. So there will be opportunities, I think, for the next council for a a few new councillors. If you're interested, have a crack now or you'll run out of time. The local government department have been really keen on increasing the diversity of councillors um, to have lots more women, people representing uh, younger groups, different multicultural groups. That'll be part of the um, the campaign that encourages people to think about it. Yeah, there's a definitive campaign to get more women on across the state. So there'll be there'll be forums on how we've had a couple already on how how women can can get onto council. Yeah, I mean you end up with. You hope you end up with a representative slice of town, right? So so there's a lot of young people in town. There's a lot of old people in town. So, yeah. How do you come back from holidays with the enthusiasm to do the job you do, Dave? Um, well, people, I suppose. We had an all-staff barbecue yesterday and we all caught up. And it was it's, it's good. You come back to the people you work with. And we've got some good people here. So that's what drives me. And the city. You know, if you think projects like Future City, they're exciting. You know, I, I was an engineer. It's exciting to, to build things and make things prettier. And yeah. That'll do us. Thanks for your time today, Dave. Yep. Thanks, Al. Thanks for joining us for the show this week. If you ever want to send us some feedback or suggest a topic for coverage, you can email podcast at orange.nsw.gov.au. That's podcast at orange.nsw.gov.au. And you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, this is Alan Reader. Bye for now.